Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Health Forward Podcast. In today's podcast episode, I want to talk about infertility and specifically experiencing infertility during the holidays. So it's really going to be geared towards those who are walking through infertility themselves or for those who have close friends and family experiencing infertility. As I've shared from my own experience and from the experience of several of my close friends who have also dealt with infertility, it's a very challenging and difficult experience physically, emotionally, financially, relationally. It really just affects every aspect of your life. And that is especially true during the holiday season. So in today's episode, I am hoping to share a few ideas that can help you navigate the holidays if you're walking through infertility or help you to know better how to love and support maybe your friends or family who are going through this really difficult season. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward Podcast, where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. While the holidays are a joyful time, often filled with fun and celebration, they can also be an incredibly difficult time for those dealing with infertility. This is true for pretty much every holiday, but especially during this time of year with Thanksgiving and Christmas so close together, and just the emphasis on family traditions and making fun memories and things like that that come along with these particular holidays, it can really highlight the void and lack that couples with infertility can find themselves feeling. I know for me, when we were walking through our journey with infertility to um, have our, now our daughter, it was, it was about a four year journey. So that's a lot of holidays in that time. And especially Christmas time, it would be really hard on both of us, but it seemed specifically to be hard on me. And I think some of that is tied up in my personality. Um, I am a Enneagram one. And so if you're familiar with Enneagram, that means I am, um, geared towards everything, having a certain way that it should be. And, um, infertility does not fall into how life should be in my mind. And so, specifically in the holidays, you know, for me, like we were supposed to have kids, we were supposed to do all these fun, um, kind of traditional memory making type things. We were supposed to bake Christmas cookies and watch Christmas movies and take our kids to go see the Christmas lights. And everything was just kind of caught up in these particular activities that you would do with your kids. And so, um, that was really difficult for me. And then also kind of put on top of that, all of our friends during almost all of our friends during that season had kids. And so they were doing all of those things, which was great. And, you know, it wasn't that I wasn't happy for them. It just highlighted more that I didn't have that. And so that really was a very, very difficult time um, for us. And thankfully we had nieces and nephews to 
pour out some of that parental energy and love on and do some of those kinds of activities with them. But, and that did help, but it's still just not quite the same. So I definitely am bringing my own experience into some of the ideas that I um, want to share with you today. Some things that I learned during that time that helped me. And then some things that I've learned since then from other people that have shared their experiences with me. So I have a few ideas that I wanted to share today. Not that they will make it all go away or not that they're going to make it all better, but hopefully they can help. And so the first thing is to just acknowledge that it's hard. If you're walking through infertility, acknowledge when you're having a hard time. It can feel very tempting to just suck it up so to speak, and act like everything is fine. But in reality, that's only going to make things harder on you emotionally. So it's okay for you to feel how you feel. Let me just say it again. It's okay for you to feel how you feel. If the season is hard for you, it's okay for you to feel that it's hard. If this season isn't hard for you, that's fine too. My point is to just take the pressure off of yourself that you have to feel a certain way. And if your friend or family member is dealing with infertility, acknowledge that this is likely a difficult time for them. Be intentional about checking in on them. Give them a little extra love. Make yourself available for them to talk to you about how they feel if they want to without pressuring them to. Something like a simple text that says, Hey, I know this can be a really tough time of year. I just want you to know I'm always here to listen if you want to talk. Just something that simple can be such a huge encouragement to them because it lets them know that you haven't forgotten about them. You haven't forgotten what they're going through and that this can be hard, but also you haven't pressured them to talk about it if they don't want to. Number two kind of goes along with it, but that is remove expectations for yourself for this time of year. So this is going to look a lot like giving yourself or your friend and family member that's going through this, giving lots and lots and lots of grace. If you are going through infertility and you don't feel like going to the Christmas party, the one where everyone brings their kids, it's okay to politely say no. If you know that a certain holiday thing, activity, or thing you're invited to is going to be really triggering for you and really hard for you, maybe just skip it this time. If something is going to bring you into a very unhealthy, emotional place, it's okay to say no. This also applies to social media. I think The comparison thing can be really difficult for um, a lot of people, especially women, during any time of the year. But during the holidays, it's even worse, you know, when you're looking at like all the other families and what they're doing and how their house is decorated and what their kids look like and their little matching outfits and their Christmas cards and, you know, the whole thing. When you're going through infertility, it can feel like you're being stabbed in the heart every time you open your phone, every time you open the app on your phone. So it might be a good idea to take a break during the holidays from social media. I know that helped me. Honestly, I've taken a break 
during the holidays almost every year, at least for a couple weeks, even since having our daughter. Like the comparison game is just too strong. It's too tempting. And I know that that can be a struggle for me. And so if that's also a struggle for you, or you feel like that's something that's going to be triggering for you, maybe it's a good time to take a little social media detox and then come back in January. And if your friend or family member is the one dealing with infertility, just make sure that you are being considerate and kind of removing some of those expectations on them. It's not that anyone going through infertility expects you as you know, the friend or family member to walk on eggshells around them or to never invite them to be around you and your kids. That's not what they want. Just be conscious that it might be difficult for them and don't place extra pressure on them to come to those things or be okay if they're not okay. And on that note, don't not invite them either. I know that feels a little complicated, but there is a balance there. So just be gracious. Invite them to the party. Feel free to talk to them about your life, your kids, your pregnancy, whatever it is. Don't shut them out of your life because you're afraid you're going to hurt them. But do be considerate of their feelings. Ask them how they are feeling about things and then be okay with their answer. One of the things that makes infertility even more difficult is how isolating it can feel. So don't let them feel alone. Make sure that you know, make sure that they know that you are there for them. They probably feel like they need to act okay. They're probably putting internal pressure on themselves to act like everything's fine because they don't want to be the bummer. They don't want to bring down the mood. They don't like feeling like they were always the one with something wrong. So just make sure that they know that they are supported and welcome regardless of how they feel. Okay, the third one is more for those actually experiencing infertility. And that is to make sure that you and your spouse have a safe place. So let me kind of give an example for what I mean about that. If you have seen the movie Four Christmases, you're going to quickly know what I'm talking about. So just real quick, in the movie, it's this couple and through different circumstances, they end up having to go to four different Christmases in one day between both sets of their parents. And they typically don't go see their families during the holidays because their families are just, well, a lot. And... So they, in the car, on the way to the first house, they make this pact with each other that they have like a safe word. So if it just gets to be too much for one of them, they say the word, I think it it was mistletoe in the movie. And so multiple times you see both of them like yelling mistletoe to the others because they just need out. So this is kind of a similar uh, situation. So this is definitely something to talk to your spouse about before the holidays really get started. Because family get-togethers can just be uncomfortable, like for everybody, right? Like we all have that one family member who, you know, they can just kind of take it too far sometimes. And so, you know, this is a good idea to agree on maybe a safe word with your spouse to where if 
something's going on where you, you know, they're asking a lot of questions that are making you uncomfortable or putting a lot of pressure on you, or if you're just feeling really like sad and you need to go and you don't want to draw a lot of attention to why you're going or have to explain yourself, maybe just agree on a safe word that says like, Hey, I'm ready. You know, um, that could be helpful for anybody during any situation, but specifically during infertility. And then also have kind of a safe place. And so I don't mean like a physical place, but I'm talking about kind of a safe zone of communication with your spouse where you both are free to express your emotions and your frustrations without judgment and without needing to fix the other person. So where you can kind of just vent. So for example, when you know, Aunt Bertha asked for the 10th time, when's that baby coming? Or Uncle Fred asks, do you need a reminder on where babies come from? You know, you know the drill, all the questions that you seem to get like the minute you start getting married, like that can always be annoying. But when you're going through infertility, it goes from annoying to just like painful. So it's helpful to be able to express that to each other without feeling like the other person's going to get offended, you know, because it's their family member. So just agree beforehand that you have space to vent, you have space to kind of get those emotions and frustrations out without the other person saying, well, you really shouldn't say that, or you really shouldn't feel like that, or because odds are the person's just needing to vent and adding guilt on top of that is not going to be good for your relationship. So kind of think through that, make space for that beforehand. I also think it's helpful to have a couple friends other than your spouse that you can really be open with. Usually friends of the same gender is helpful here. Maybe someone who has walked a similar road before or someone who can just be, you can just be very vulnerable with them who will listen to you vent, but who will then lovingly remind you of truth, pray for you, cover for you if you need a minute away at a party or something. Remember that this journey is way harder when you try to go it alone. So find your people and then be willing to let them in and let them love you and help you. Number four is find a way to make the holidays fun. So even though the season can be tough, it doesn't mean that it's not also fun and it can't also be joyful. Plan some holiday activities that you can do, just you and your spouse or maybe with a group of friends that are fun. Think of things that you can do that would be way more challenging if you did have small kids right now. Remember that this season that you're going through, it's just one chapter in your life. It's not the whole thing. So it's okay to enjoy what you have right now. Go Black Friday shopping at 2 a.m. Of course, this year, maybe that needs to be virtual. Do it safely. Um, Plan a super romantic Christmas date for you and your spouse. Spoil your friends and your spouse with gifts. Take a trip. Do something fun that maybe you wouldn't normally do. It's not going to take away the pain. It's not going to make it all better, but joy and sadness can coexist. So let yourself have fun. Find some things that you can really get excited about during the holiday season. 
And number five, this is a big one. It's give and serve to others. Now listen, I know firsthand that you may not feel like giving and serving during the holidays when you're going through infertility, but we were created to give and serve. We were made in the image of God and something in us comes alive and becomes more joyful when we are reflecting his character and giving to others and serving others is a big part of his character. There are tons of opportunities this time of year for giving and serving, but uh, one of the main ones that comes to mind for me that I've always enjoyed doing is Operation Christmas Child with Samaritan's Purse. And this year, you can pack a shoebox by either physically shopping for items to fill the shoebox with, or you can pack one virtually through their online portal. It's such a great opportunity to love on a child that may not get to experience the joy of opening gifts at Christmas or getting new things at Christmas. And it's also just an outlet for some of that parental love and care and energy that you have. And that's a way that it helps you and it helps them. And there are also tons of toy drives, coat drives, food pantry needs. I mean, there's tons of needs that can be filled and opportunities to serve during this time of year. Maybe there are some kids in your own family or friend group or church who could use some extra love and attention this time of year. Maybe they're one of their parents has gone serving in the military or they've had, you know, a recent kind of tragic event going on or maybe one of the parents has lost their job. Those are very real and likely scenarios right now, right? And so maybe you can ask if you can buy them some gifts or take those kids to go do something fun and give the parents a break. I mean, there are always people who need our help and support, especially during the holidays. And lastly, I just want to encourage you to keep your focus on the reason and the meaning for these holidays. I know it sounds cliche and you know, you hear people say all the time, the reason for the season and all of that, but it's still true. Where we place our focus matters. What we allow our minds to dwell on matters. And as I've already said, I'm in no way saying ignore your feelings or just be happy or fake it till you make it or any other garbage advice like that. But the truth is that both Thanksgiving and Christmas have a purpose. They aren't just purely for fun and get togethers. And even in the midst of some of the hardest, darkest days of our lives, we still have things to be thankful for. You know, research actually shows that gratitude has a positive effect on our brains and can maybe even lessen the effects of some chronic illnesses and depression. It also changes our perspective and shifts our focus from what we may feel like we lack, even as significant as that is, to what we've been blessed with. And I mean, the entire point of Christmas is that we were all given an incredible gift that we can never deserve, the gift of a savior, one who will bear our burdens and never leave us alone in our heartache, who will fill our longing and our lack if we just simply choose to accept him and let him do that, let him into our lives. 
So this holiday season, make the time to focus on the meaning. Maybe start a gratitude journal or do an Advent study, read through the Christmas story. Just do something that shifts your focus. So I want to wrap up this episode with just a little advice from someone other than me. I actually reached out to a few friends of mine who have also experienced infertility and asked if they had any advice for those of you who have close friends and family that you may be seeing this holiday season who are also walking through that really hard journey. And here's some of the things that they had to say. The first thing they had to say was, do not say things like, you can just always adopt. Just relax. It'll happen when you least expect it. Don't stress about it. And of course, the most infamous, when are you going to have a baby? Don't be that person. <laughs> Trust me, my, my blood pressure goes up just like reading those things. Don't be that person. Even if it's well-intentioned, even if it's well-meaning, it's painful. Don't do that. The next is just don't go into the holidays expecting like a pregnancy announcement. I know those are really common during this time of year and common at holiday gatherings, especially when there's kind of a younger, newly married couple, but you just never know what people are going through. So just don't go in expecting that. Don't go in asking or anything like that. Another thing they had to say was don't add any pressure for couples to have more children just because maybe their child that they do have has gotten older don't go asking you know okay well little johnny's three now when are you going to give him a brother or sister guys listen secondary infertility is just as real and painful as primary infertility so don't assume just because the couples had one child that they are able to have more and then overall Kind of the idea behind everything they had to say was just be considerate of your words and how they might make somebody else feel. And that goes for every time you speak, right? You should always think before you speak, but especially in this season, you know, and really this is not just for people that might be going through infertility. This is people that have lost loved ones or are just going through something traumatic and painful in their lives. Honestly, we just never know what someone else is battling. I actually had a conversation with one of the girls that I was texting with and some of the things she had said, you know, that people common, commonly say at the holidays, she followed up by saying, I'm sure that I used to say some of these things to people. I just didn't understand that they could be painful. And that's just, you know, the truth of life. You know, we learn things we didn't know before based on our experience and our perspective and it shifts. And so just think before you speak, consider that you don't know everything going on in somebody else's life and consider that your words might hurt them. Even if you're just being funny, even if you uh, are just being silly or trying to lighten the mood, just think, be kind, be considerate. So I hope that this episode has helped you a little bit giving you some ideas of ways to enjoy this holiday season or ways to encourage your friends and family who may be going through an extra difficult time. If you are personally walking through infertility, please know that you are not alone. You are not forgotten. You aren't being punished. You're not being intentionally left out. 
you are seen, you are loved, you are valuable. And if that's you, always feel free to reach out to me on social media. If you need someone to talk to who has experienced it and been there, you can always find me. Um, I'm on Instagram probably more than the other social media platforms. You can find me by searching the handle Your Health Forward. And if you want to hear more about my personal journey with infertility and endometriosis, check out episode 31 of the podcast and for a panel interview of what it's like to experience infertility, check out episode 35. You can also always go back and read the show notes or search for different topics from the podcast by going to my website, yourhealthforward.com slash HF podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining in with me today. I hope that the episode has been helpful and I will see you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.